You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. What's up? And welcome to another episode of Black Hollywood Live Next. I am your host, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And welcome to another episode. You're going to be excited about who we have today. Make sure you use the hashtag ABT, not ABT. See, I'm I'm thinking it's After Buzz TV today. (laughs) BHL Next. Use your hashtag so we can see all of your tweets and all of your comments because we want to know what you think. Who are you, pretty lady? Hello, you guys. It's Cordy Tezno. You guys can keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. And again, use that hashtag BHL next. Yes. And uh, today's no exception of the fabulous guest that we always have. You've <laughs> seen him on a ton of movies. He's been everywhere. You've seen that small, that, well, not the small, the, the smooth bald head. Mm-hmm. Caramel. You, see, you know, you've seen this nice mustache. Mm-hmm. You've seen all of this bit, handsomeness. Actually, little bit, actually, right there. Throwing his own for his intro. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm sorry. And then he's going to be on the new movie San Andreas that comes out May 29th featuring The Rock as well. Give it up for Todd Williams. Yeah, I'm trying to still figure out if the headphones or no headphones. No, no headphones. <laughs> headphones or nah. I would huh? say nah. No? Nah? You know, if yeah, the lady says it. Yeah, yeah, or not. Nah. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's talk about, you know, some stuff going on in the world. Let's yeah, talk about yeah. the next big thing. There's been this website that a lot of people have been using. Mm-hmm. It's um, howold.net. Have you, you guys heard, heard about that? Wait, is this a thing that people use on uh, on Instagram? I saw a couple they people post it. 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 it does something and Face it lets detection. you know if you're male, female, and then gives how you an you idea are. of how old yeah, you are. Exactly. Yeah. So this has been this is actually um, through Microsoft through Bing. Mm-hmm. That's what they're using. They use some kind of algorithm to figure out like based on facial structure and how you smile or whatever how old you really are. Mm. And they, it has been so wrong on so many levels. Mm-hmm. How old do you think it says beyond? Beyonce is. Hmm. I'm gonna let you do see. This you know thing. what? I think it depends because you say it's built on an algorithm, right? Right. So we got to talk about light versus mm-hmm. shadow. Exactly. And all this other it stuff. depends if on it, the yeah. photo. Like if I got this light and it's hitting me just right, it might say that I'm in my twenties. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah. then if it's a little shadowy, and plus with a female, you don't. Mm. And I'd a black say, female, I'd say it do not on the tell photo. her she was which, which, older. <laughs> right, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. do you think it says Beyonce is? I'm going to say 40. No, you think no, no. it's 40? Okay. I'm saying, I, wait, I'm not saying that Beyonce looks 40. What no, I'm saying is that maybe the it's that 40? the app saying. But wait, we have to know which photo. Which photo is it, Megan? Well, you wait and see. Uh, okay. What about Kim Kardashian? What do you think it says about her? Uh, she got to be in her 30s. It depends. See, it depends on the photo. See, if they just woke up. Good. You know they don't have none of those. All right, let's, let's put a picture up and see how old this Wait. app said they are. Where do I see the picture? Okay, Look. I was right on Kim. <laughs> but Beyonce is really 33, and it says she's 24. And then Kim Kardashian's 34. It says she's 31. So, And this is so, at them at the Met Gala a couple weeks ago. 
See? see, but if they detected the entire look, Beyonce wouldn't be 24 in this see-through yes, illusion gown. Yes, she would, honey. 24 in this illusion gown. See, who who no, oh, mama no, no. wear that? Nobody. It's a young person's dress. Mm. Based on I that think photo, they both look great. Based on that photo, distance, <laughs> lighting, maybe a bit of the reflection from the stuff on her dress that's hitting her cheekbones just right. Oh, my goodness. 24 looks right. See? Exactly. I mean, she looks good for her age she anyway. I mean, she, that's what I'm saying. Um, Kim Kardashian, I can't really see. 31? That's just not too bad. I mean, How old is she? She's 34. So it's not, okay. it's not too off. But yeah. But okay. I wonder. I know, right? Once it discovers that it's a female, if it goes, wait, let's downplay that age a I know, right? Just Maybe. To not insult her. You know, and I, I think it also, I, I here's the funny so. thing that I noticed. I was playing around with this website and I noticed that all the black people I put in there, their age was way younger. So I think that, I think in <laughs> the algorithm they put black don't crack because <laughs> everybody to. looks so much younger. What about Will Smith? How old do you think it says he is? Uh, he is 46. Just right, I'd throw say it out 36. There. I'm 36. Give him 10 years down. Okay, let's put his photo up. How does it say he is? 38! Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And that's all, yeah. Yeah, this is him in the movie Focus. He looks real young and focused. Hey, Mm, hey, Will. mm, mm. Um, What about Oprah? (laughs) Oprah is really 61. How do you think it's 61? Oprah 61? Yeah, Yeah. right. She's good. Wow, she's been around for a minute. Where do you Um, think it's I'm going to say 50. 50. Well, how did this website say Oprah was? What? Oh, she is beat, honey. She is beat to the gods. What? Now, this is so off. Now, you know you're doing yeah. good when you're this after no, you're 30 years younger. This is what I'm talking about. See, because look at it. it <laughs> the there's been some airbrushing going on. Right. The lighting. So, based on that, yeah, it's going to no, say 35. 35. In this photo, though. You think she's 35? I'm just saying. She doesn't have any lines. And I'm telling you. This algorithm is basing on lines and right. lighting and all that stuff. She don't have no lines okay. and the lights just right, so it's saying thirty five. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, so then, of course, I want to see us and how mm-hmm. old we are. Wait so let's yeah. put that up. Put my let's picture up. Oh, that was twenty. I was like, whoa, bro. Girl, I already know mine is. You look the like exact. a young right there. I like you twenty, too. and I did multiple pictures because I was like, I want to make sure this app is over here, not selling me a dream. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, I think it's a, between twenty and twenty-three. I was like, yes, okay. I'm not gonna lie, I've done mine before, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be the same age. Okay, let's put so yours yeah. up, Courtney. Especially with the first, the photo you chose of me, I look twenty-four. I think I do. Yes, you do. Look yes, at you, honey. boom, beautiful, Beauty. beautiful, yeah. And let's, how about you, Todd? Let's see. Well, let's see. How old you Let's are? Let's see how old you are, Todd. How old is this website say you are? How you go? Wait, you didn't take no photos of me? No, yes, yes we, we did. did. When? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's an old ass. You know what? Were you 31 I'm in trying to figure out how old I was when that picture was taken. That was 08. What is it? It's, so it's, it's been about seven it, years. Uh, no, it was, yeah, it was about Yeah, it was about right. So it was it's accurate? Right. So this, this website's pretty right. accurate? I say it's all right. Okay. It's male, yeah, thirties. Nice yeah. You still look the same. That's crazy. You You're like this is how many years ago? You look exactly yeah, the same. That was, that was a minute ago. Well, but thank you. I appreciate that. Well, but but again, I, I got these lights on you my do. face, so <laughs> it might be softening my lines. The only reason I can tell is just because the beard is a little different. That's it. Yeah, I got That's the it. little salt and pepper action. Ah, yeah, salt and <laughs> pepper action. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk about music. What's going on in the music world? Okay, so we have some fresh beats. I don't know if you guys have. Um, I don't know if you've heard the heard of it, but it is Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea, Pretty Girls. Now I think that this is going to be a summer song, and it's. I'm going to let you listen to it before I give my opinion. Uh-huh. So let's. Let's hear this song, Pretty Girls. 
Wait, do I have to put the headphones on? No, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. And here's the video. I think it's cool. I, you know, I think it's catchy. It's giving us all this 80s vibe. But to me, it's like annoyingly catchy. I could see so many people singing like all around the world not be annoyed. But, <laughs> but, but that's the point. It has right. to stick in it your brain. It has right. to be that thing right. where you're sitting mm-hmm. in the shower and you want to shoot yourself because you can't <gasps> stop thinking about the song. That's a good song. See? It is. That's it what is. I'm saying. And I'm happy to see that um, that Britney's back. I think she did amazing in this video. I saw a different side of Iggy, though, because she was trying to be a valley girl. And with the accent, the Australian accent, I don't think it worked for her. But, you know, Wait, they look like that. she brought her one. Australian accent up? Australian Valley Girl accent. They don't, they don't really go together. They don't really Aww, go together. They try to help that baby. She, they, right. Wait, she raps in her Australian accent, or she's she's just talking? Like, yeah, she's talking. Oh, her, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah, but okay. It's, it's a cool video. If you get some time, go watch the rest of it. But I, that was fun. I won't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, kudos to them, man. Kudos to them. Let's talk about some casting. What's new in casting? So, Jennifer Hudson is in a new movie called Shy Rack. It's actually directed by Spike Lee. Okay. And here's the it's it's a musical comedy. So there's going to be singing in there, and it's based on the Greek play Lysistrata, which mm-hmm. uh, was about um, the women who refused to have sex with the men because they were f- they were going to war and they were fighting each other. What? So the women got together and said, "We're not going to have sex with them," and then they're going to have to like make peace. So anyway, this is what the the Chirac musical Sounds comedy is based on. So this is going to be really really interesting. Um, she's in it. I know um, Samuel L. Jackson is in it. John okay. Cusack, Kanye may be um, doing the music for the movie. So wait, and you're saying it's a it's a musical? It's a musical comedy. That's gonna and be it's based on the Greek play. Yes, Lysistrata. Lysistrata. That's about a bunch of women that get together and say no sex for you. Yes, pretty much okay. until you stop fighting. Until you stop fighting. Yes. So this is interesting, especially with the you know Chicago and all the violence that's going oh, on. Yeah. I wonder oh, if yeah. they did this for real. If that would stop. That's the what violence. I was thinking about. Right. So it might be something to think girls, of. Girls, y'all have the power to shut things down. Because we run the world. That's what I'm girls. saying. <laughs> we, we will puff our chest out. I don't care what you say. I'm, really? Serious? Okay. I'm right. just playing. Oh, right. right. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to see that one. But uh, I know. I'm yeah. excited to see. Especially with, if Kanye's producing the music. I think they're still in the talks mm-hmm. for him to do it. So we'll see what happens with that. And then, of course, we have um, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock is an, another movie. It's called Alpha Squad 7. Of course, he has a movie coming out. Central You're in it. Yeah, me. San yep, Andreas. Yep, yep. San Andreas coming <laughs> May 29th. Yes. And then, um, I'm scared, but we can get it. Everybody in oh, California is super scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about everybody that in a minute. Everybody else is like, wow, this looks exciting. And California's like, oh. I know. No, we're, we're gonna so the rock, um, it's gonna be a sci-fi film called Alpha Squad Seven, but it's gonna be, it's, it might be a while before we actually see it because it's still in the development aspect. He's still writing stuff, so we'll, it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he's probably one of the hardest working men, Joe, like like with works Kevin like Hart, like they neck and neck around. It's right. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What was it like working with him on San Andreas? It was amazing, man. I mean, you think about a guy who's seriously on the top of his game mm. and an international superstar and and you have this idea of who he might be based on that right 
plus just his persona, and, and you know, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest, down to earth, just chill people that I've ever met. Is it he was, like a was, gentle giant? Um, a gentle giant? <laughs> like, well, you know the term, like, they're big, but they're, like, cuddly, and you could you I never thought know. about cuddling with him. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> like, you know what, Dwayne? You look real cuddly right now. <laughs> no! But he was just cool. Like, if, if, if there was a question, if, if we're engaging in conversation, sometimes you meet people and they're all over the place. It's right. like, hey, how you doing? They're like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Not even looking you in your face. Yeah. Right. With him, it's like, boom. Sitting there having a convo. And it's, it's it was very cool, very chill. I really, I I, I loved working on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you played Marcus, so you're part of the rescue team in the yeah. movie, right? Yeah. And what was, the, what was the most fun thing you did? Because I know there's a lot of special effects in the movie, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. What was the most fun thing you did on um, this Well, we spent a lot of time in the, heli- in the helicopter. Um, so that was pretty, I mean, the whole experience, to be honest with you, was just, it was, it was dope. I mean, it flew me out to Australia. Oh, that's where this was? Yeah, we were, we were in, uh, Gold Coast, Australia. Okay. And, you know, there's different things that I had to discover just being there. I mean, from driving on the other side of the road to, you know, just the food or lack thereof, you know, selection. Australia, yeah, Australian, I don't know if there is Australian food. It's all, you know, British inspired. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being in another country, learning different cultures and customs, meeting the people, um, that unto itself was what was so dope about it. And then you go to work, and you work with these great people on something that, I guess in my mind, you know, based on the budget alone, I was looking at it like, man, this is, it, it might be super stressful because they talk about, you know, more money, more problems and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The higher up you go, the more it's like, it couldn't be further from the truth. It was as if we were shooting a independent film, just a bunch of people gathered together making a film and being happy that they were doing it. And right. that and that, was, and that was the vibe. Right. Yeah. That's so, dope. It, it was, yeah, it was dope. It yeah. is. No, you mentioned it is a little scary because when I saw the trailer for this, obviously it's, it's set in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We live in Los Angeles. And we've been having these these rumblings, these little minor earthquakes. I, and no, I, sleep, I, sleep, I sleep through everything. Just okay, probably, well, you're not going to sleep through the San Andreas two. one. That no, one. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not here. I'm the Lord takes me home before that. I'm like, Jesus, the rapture. Right. That is the rapture. This movie. Oh, my goodness. And didn't they say that the earthquake is supposed to spread all the way to the Midwest, this San Andreas one? Wait, are you basing it on the film or are you basing it in real life? I'm saying real life. I hear it. I'm not trying to investigate. Okay. I've been so scared, y'all. But anyways. I know. what I And then I I was like, wait, this could really happen, and I live here. Oh my goodness! Yeah, wow. that's what I'm saying. I don't. It, I was wondering. I was like, yo, where's the advertisements and everything? I don't see no posters up. I don't see nothing. I think they save California for last because everybody else. You don't want to be San Andreas, and you see things. Right, right. Nobody wants to see that while you're no, We've had a lot of earthquakes in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. like maybe like three or four minor ones. And then Japan had one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think that it was, was a 7.8, and yeah. you had the, the Nepalese mm-hmm. one that just happened. Yeah, it's it's real. I mean, gotta get your based, life right. Based on a true story. Yeah, go to Jesus <laughs> before, you, before you see this. Jesus, Get fix yourself it. safe. Jesus, fix it. Yes, make sure you check that out May 29th. Let's talk about you. Yes, let's, let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get into my garden. 
and get in your cocoon. <laughs> okay, so let's take it back to New York. You were born and raised in New yeah. York City, which is pretty much like the hub of entertainment and theater, all of those things. Yeah. Did you ever have dreams of living somewhere else since it's so competitive there? Nah, I, actually, I looked at New York as being easier. Really? Yeah, when it came when it came to acting, definitely, because the pool is smaller. Mm-hmm. New, uh, actors out there, you say your actors like, oh yeah, that's cool, whatever. I do this. Come out to L.A. Everybody Everyone. Like, yeah, your grandmother acted too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah your, aunt, your uncles. Okay, yeah. Everybody's actor. So it, it was it was different when I came out here. I didn't want to say what I did. Mm-hmm. In New York, it's like it's just what you do, and then somebody else does something else, and you know you have a conversation, chop it up, talk about what they do, talk about you, what you do. Um, I don't know if that answered your question. Where's your no, accent? I don't hear a New York accent. It comes out. Because, it, it's yeah. weird. I tell you this. See, I tell you this. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. I heard it right there. See that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been out here for I've been out here for a minute. Okay, when I get angry, it comes out <laughs> like hard. Oh man! Um, but I, I, it, it is strange. When I came out here, I actually took time to kind of downplay it. I didn't want it to mm-hmm. be so overpowering. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, and just to be able to to play different roles, I didn't want to just be stuck with you know yeah I'm gonna do this New York thing man right, yeah, right. Do, yeah 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 so New York all the time. Mm-hmm. so I, after doing that for a while I kind of hit this little middle ground where you can sometimes sometimes ways. it comes out right. other times it doesn't if you put a bunch of New York people up in here it's gonna be it's gonna come out crazy <laughs> that's how it is in my country honey I was about to say put me around that's what I'm saying yeah people. it comes out, out when yeah. you're around people right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but right now I'm kind of hovering in the middle just a nice little and sometimes I feel bad like I like I, I, move, I moved away from my roots <laughs> like I, sold out so sometimes if I go in I'm getting some coffee like, yo look me some coffee son some coffee <laughs> get some light coffee, on. Son. yeah um that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then and then who were your like role models growing up? And then why why were you so influenced by them? Role models. I love my mama. Uh she, you know, she she was a very strong and compassionate and supportive woman. Um, my dad who inspired me to get into entertainment. It it wasn't older people it was when i saw younger people doing it. when i saw people my age doing it because mm-hmm. then it made me go oh snap right. well if they're doing it i could do it too right mm-hmm. and when i was 13 i was like 12 or 13 when it started to pique my interest where i was you know i would see people on television and watch different shows and go you know what i think this is really want to do what i want to do mm-hmm. it was solidified when uh my best friend sundays used to go to this church down in the city and I didn't do anything on Sunday. So, you know, my days were born. So he said, hey, you want to come? I said, yeah, sure. Let me go. At the time, they were doing this. Um, they were they were gearing up for a play, for a musical. And I just remember stepping in there and it was, I don't know, the energy. And it just, I don't know. It was just something, yeah. just something that I said, hey, I'm kind of interested in doing this. And I already have been, you know, wanting to do it subconsciously and that's been building up so i talked to the to the youth director i'm like hey can i be a part of this he said well everything is casted but you know we can find something for you so essentially i did background i was in the back when the music numbers came up it was like showtime (laughs) (laughs) and so i memorized 
that thing from front to back. I knew everybody's line. I was like, no, 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 you say this, you say Look that. At that. I was just, oh, I was man. dedicated. And by the next year, I was headlining the, the show. So right. that's when I knew. Good. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's that's. Were, you, that's, were your was your parents supportive of you being an actor? My mother, my mother else? was always supportive. Yeah, my parents were always supportive to an extent. When I decided to drop out of school, it was like no, because you need fallback. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. But it was like, um, my mom. When I told her, hey, Ma, this is what I want to do, she said, okay. Got me into some acting classes. Um, eventually, I was like, Ma, you know what? This school, this high school is cool, but I want to go to a performing arts high school. So she said, okay, let's look it up. When I when I got the manager um, in my senior year, she was like, all right, let's do it. Um, so she, she was always there to mm-hmm. support me. Um, it was just when I was like, I don't feel like finishing college that she was like wait a minute mm, yeah. um but now you know everything right yeah 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 right let's take it back to that moment when you did decide to go full-time as an actor i mean you went to nyu and you studied music business music right business, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh you decided okay i'm gonna do acting full-time what sparked that interest like why did you feel like i'm done um, with this I was, I was just in a place well I, I chose music business because i was like if i was gonna fall back on something it has to be something that i also love to do they didn't have anything in songwriting so i i, I wrote songs mm-hmm. i was a songwriter well not professionally per se but songwriting was something that i was pursuing at the same time but acting started to i'd start to gain more traction with it so with music business, I figured, okay, well, it's still connected and I could get a major, you know, I can major in it and it'll be cool. But I was miserable there. It was just, oh, it wasn't just sitting there writing songs all day. It was right. like, you know, business. Yeah. it was, I had to sit there and learn music theory and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. And it was difficult because from my family, everybody graduated from a, from a nice school. And my father, he graduated from Columbia. My mother... Mm. NYU, my brother, he graduated from Georgetown, so it was like there, there were there were expectations, um, and and a path that you know that people traveled. I mean, right. you get taught that you know you go to college. Yeah, they pretty much set up the blueprint for you. They set up the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that it's right? No, it just means that that's what was set up. And I know that everything was coming from a loving place, um, and looking at an industry that that is that can fluctuate and be unstable I understand it wanted me to have something that I could fall back on but mm-hmm. if I have a plan B then I can't put everything in the plan A and so it's kind of productive to my goals right and I already knew what I wanted to do so why do this and it took me just sitting there going nah you know what makes you happy you feel it it's like this is right this is where I'm supposed to go and I just got to a point where I couldn't listen to everybody else, where mm-hmm. it wasn't about them anymore. It was about what I knew was right for me, what I what I always knew was right for me. Right. And, and so, it, I mean, it sounds like you always knew what you wanted to do and you were a dreamer. But what advice would you give people that have that backup plan and they kind of have it as like a crutch and they don't actually go after their real dream? What advice would you give them? Unfortunately, the society is built on crutches. Um, dreaming it's it's interesting because dreaming is what built everything but then people say hey don't dream so it's mm-hmm. kind of it's 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 strange I think I, I don't know um, what what I could say to people that 
started off with a dream and now are in, you know, they're at this crossroads in their life where they're kind of pursuing something that they're not passionate about is pursue what you're passionate about. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to understand why you want to do something. There's a lot of people that want to get into stuff and they don't know why they want to get into exactly. it. Exactly. Right? And you're going to need a really, really strong why because when you're pursuing your dreams, there's going to be some times when there's going to be some dry seasons and there's going to be some circumstances where it's going to make you question whether or not this is the right road to take. Right. But a strong why is a foundation that's like, nah, forget that. This, I know why I'm doing this, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to persevere through this. So the first step, I would say, understand why you want to do what you do. It's not enough that you're just like, hey, I want to sing. Okay, why you want to sing? I want to be famous. Yeah, no. no. Go home. Go do right. that job. Cause you, Figure out your purpose. But yeah, yes. it's like, go home, baby. That wasn't that. Like, that's just, I don't know what that is. But if you do it because it just, it fills you. Like, it makes you, it, it makes you feel whole. When you're doing it, it it's like sustenance. Yeah. Um, expressing yourself and 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 uh communicating in 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 that type of form or fashion or medium or however you want to do it when you understand that find that out and pursue that and do the work that it's going to take because it's going to take a lot of work yeah and that's it so dream but understand why you want the dream i like that know your why and 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 then put the the time and effort into learning your craft so that you can execute it you know very well. You better preach that. You better preach it. No, no. Okay, so in in two thousand one, your dreams became a reality. Yeah. When you made your film debut for Lyft, starring well, you and yeah. Carrie Washington. Yeah, I was working for FedEx at the time. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is these are those times when it was like because in New York there wasn't that much opportunity. It was probably like you had Law and Order, right? Law and Order SVU, <laughs> criminal Law and Order Criminal Intent. <laughs> And then you had like some a couple of soaps. So after you did those, it was like, what you gonna do? Right. So Um, what did your childhood self do in the moment when you found out you were gonna be doing that movie? What it what? What did your childhood self say like during that moment, or what would they have said? Like, mama, I made it. Like, yeah. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you, I I was working for FedEx. I was getting up at like four in the morning because my shift was like it was something like six to twelve or something like that. And, you know, you had to do what you had to do to make money. And uh, I was that dude that I was terrible at it. They just gave me this. Okay, first off, I'm going to digress just because that's the, how much time we got. We have okay, time. Cool. So I'm working for FedEx. They're teaching me, you know, how to handle the packages and all this stuff. Right? You get your CDL license. Now, mm-hmm. I'm from New York. I don't have a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's like, uh, all right, cool. They teach you how to do a three-point turn in the truck. I'm like, good. You shadow a guy. It's like, cool. Hopefully, in my mind, they were going to send me on a route that was easy, open. You know, I didn't have that much driving experience, Mm -hmm. but I had my license. So it was like, all right, how hard could it be? They want to send me on like. It was like Midtown somewhere. So you had oh, bicyclistic cabs <laughs> and this and that. I thought it was going to be Uptown or something. I was squeezing through. And mind you, you're in this yeah. big yeah. truck. In New, so I'm si- in New York. And I'm sitting there petrified. 
there were times when honestly people didn't get their packages <laughs> because you were that dude. I was. Terrible. It was yo. Yeah, it was like I I didn't know how to work. The, I was like I don't know. Came back to the to the hub. Truck full of packages. They were like, okay, you know what? We're going to send you on another route. Oh, they still <laughs> have faith in you. They still have faith. So they sent me up to 125th. Now, during this time, I'm uh, I'm auditioning and doing that stuff and winning for Lyft. And they, uh, I, I remember I got the call when I was on the route. And I said, word? My first film? Now, in my mind... It was big time in my mind, Mm -hmm. big time enough that I could quit my job. So I said, I drove in. It wasn't even the end of my shift yet. I said, you know what? (laughs) I will go ahead and give y'all this. I can't do it. I'm done. Packages full of. I'm telling you, I was I was a terrible delivery person. It was not in the stars for me to deliver packages. Well, thank God. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, but unfortunately, packages. but I'm saying somebody, there must have been something important, you know, something was important that they didn't get till the day after. Oh my goodness. But, um, yeah, did left, went up to Boston where we shot that. Um, and it was a very cool experience. Um, yeah, I was, I was very grateful for that experience. That was, that was nice. Right. Did it, 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 you know, it wasn't like I was getting paid enough to right. quit the job, but mm-hmm. right. you know, it was but a great right. start. It was a start. Yeah, nice. it was a great, it was it was a a great start. start. It was exactly. a great start. Yeah. So then in 2005, you started in the highly praised ESPN um, show Tilt, yeah. and it's all about the world of poker. Can you play poker? Like, are you good at? Um, I learned poker there when okay. I was doing that. Yeah, that was that was the first time I got my series regular role. Um, okay, I had just gotten fired. From a job that I was working at. What job was like going on with you? No. What See, job was I, this? I wasn't meant for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where did no. you get fired from? Okay. Okay. My manager at the time, they hooked me up with this job at uh, this place called Dramatist's Play Service, mm-hmm. which is anybody that does plays, mm-hmm. they usually the rights are held by either Samuel French or Dramatist's. And I worked there working the, the phones and whatnot. And they allowed me to go on my, to go on my right. audition. So it was, it was a perfect situation. I mean, it, the benefits there were really good. They paid for your, for your public transportation. The health <laughs> benefits were great. It, it makes you second guess what you're going to do. Right. But, uh, yeah, me and the, me and the, me and the boss, it just, I don't know. He was trying, I don't know. I got my walking papers and I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's when everything just started working out. It was like uh, commercial auditions. I had been doing voiceovers and commercials that was coming in. And then here comes Tilt. And it was like, bam, book mm-hmm. that. First series regular. First series regular. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. This snap, is this is the big time. <laughs> yes. Took me up to uh, to Toronto. And mm-hmm. I was up there for four months filming. That That experience was... I mean that was that was a milestone. You know, every every actor wants to get to the point where you're a series regular and and making enough money that you don't have to work, you know, three or four jobs. Right. And that's what that was. That that gave me the money to make the move to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and had a wonderful time up there. That was yeah, that was cool. Awesome. And then in 2006, you starred in a film called The Last Stand. So Kevin Hart was in it last along with Anthony Anderson. What, Let me tell you. You had to play stand-up comedian. Have you ever done that in real life? Never. <laughs> never. 
I don't know why they chose because I guess my 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 storyline wasn't necessarily about the jokes that I told. I had a very kind of sad arc. Okay. Um, but Ke- it was interesting because this is this is this is when Kevin he has he's had a very interesting career because there was mm-hmm. a time when it was like it was about to blow and then it didn't work out. And then he came back, and now it's like stratosphere, right? Man. Yeah. Um, I admire, and that's what I'm talking about. His why, you know, he has a strong why. Right. Mm-hmm. Good when people weren't even checking for him anymore, when they had that, you know, they would just his stock rose a little bit, and people started calling. The minute that it dipped, and they left, it didn't stop him from doing what he wanted to do. Right, and so right. now he's to the point where it's like, oh man, he's killing right now. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart. Uh, Anthony Anderson, Tammy Roman, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was very interesting, and it was cool because it was an independent, um, and like I said, I had a very interesting arc, which was very sad at the end. So I, I, I really, I really dug that. Was this the first time you worked with the all black cast? It was. How was, how was the difference between like, okay, now I'm on, a, I'm a series regular, it's diverse, now I'm working with all black cast. Everybody's trying to tell a story. It's just you know people people have different ways in how they tell it, mm-hmm. and so with tilt they told their story one way, and then with last stand they told theirs in their way, and it was uh it was cool. I mean, granted tilt you know since it was it was already on a network they were getting money. Whereas the last stand was right. independent, so it's like, look, we're trying to make this happen. So it's just different. Labor of love, yeah, labor of love, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, you know, it's all labor of love, but some are a little more cushiony than others. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, yeah, honestly, that was, that was, yeah, that was cool. And then, so you played a cop. A bunch of times, um, at like at USA's networks in plain sight and Fox's the Chicago Code. Yeah. What role have you not played that you really want to play? Yes, I don't know. You gotta have something. No, I really don't. Um, I just like exploring different areas. Is there something you wouldn't do? Um. <laughs> In terms of what? Well, I'm saying, is there any role that you feel like you're like, I got to draw the line there. I yeah. can't do that. Everybody has their limits. Um, I mean, I don't want to do nothing bamboozly. Okay. Um, you know, I understand comedy, but there's a, you know, sometimes it could be a little, ah, let me put on my shoes. And <laughs> so I wouldn't want to do anything like that. Um, it would have to be smart. I like to do stuff that, that it, that is smart on 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 some level. Okay. Um, regardless if it's you know if 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 I'm cracked out, right. if I'm a male prostitute, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you got you have like the 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 beauty about this medium is that it sheds a light on on all different perspectives. Well, it's supposed to all different perspectives and points of view. Mm-hmm. And if you're not showing those perspectives, then you're not doing it justice. Right. So it's not like you don't have male prostitutes out there. Mm-hmm. Right. You do. And and their story needs to be told equally as much as, you know. The hero. The, yeah. yeah. Anybody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
and and that's and that's the beauty of it. Now, would I want to be a male prostitute personally? No. <laughs> and for me, it would have to be, you know, I'd have to be a gigolo because I can't kiss dudes. But that that's just me right now. Right. But you that's would do something right like a Magic Mike or Chocolate City, yeah, something like that. Anything that. that's coming out, yes, you I'm, gotta I'm do it. Little, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel a little shy. I no. get a little shy. Yeah, I gotta be in my skivvy. Nah, I don't know. You're like the most right. health conscious person. You gotta be on point. Come on. Yeah, but still, take you your know shirt what? off. I, I, <laughs> Let us be the judge. I, I, I was. I went through a phase in. It was a junior high. I hit my fat stage. Really? Yeah, I was. I was a little chubby. I used to be. Yes, but everyone, this is what I'm saying. So in stage. my mind, in my mind, I oh, that's what I always see. So I'm always striving. It's like, no, I'm not lean enough. I'm not lean enough. I got to get my body fat. It has to be like between 8 and 9%. It'll be good. Oh right now, I'm about God. 13. I can't take my shirt off. And so other people will be like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yo, because I, st- I still see it. I still you see it. Still have you, know a fat you go, you go, you. oh, you look, you look nice. For me, I'm like, mm, nah, I gotta fix this. See, a I feel bit. you because that t- that song one time for the big girls when I hear it, I'd be there like, <laughs> yes, and clearly the big girls be looking at me like, yeah, you need to, yeah, right, yes, yeah, right. it's like us. They're like, no, right, 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 you over there. So you've been so blessed to have so many um, series regular roles, yeah. recurring roles, MTV's Teen Wolf, the CW's Whoa. Vampire Diaries, um, Switched at Birth on ABC Family. Yeah. Out of all of these roles, which one has been your favorite? All of them. Aww. <laughs> There's not one that stands no, out. No, there is no favorite. It's it. I didn't. I didn't choose to be an actor to have a favorite. I chose to explore it all. It's like saying New York is my favorite. Yeah, New York has some really cool aspects about it. Mm-hmm. It has some other stuff that I'm like, you know, whatever about. Is is L.A. my favorite? No, but I enjoy it for what it has and for what it doesn't have. Because okay. the more I've gotten to travel, and it's the thing, like, acting has allowed me to see the, the world. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, it's expanded my awareness of it's it's not as black and white as right. your favorite. Right. You know, it's there's... Because there's too, there's too many things involved to just go, you know what? This is, yeah, this one thing right here. <laughs> I like too much. What's your favorite music? I don't know. I like a lot of different kind of things. Okay. You know? What's your favorite food? I like a lot of different well, things. It depends on my mood. Yeah. Simple. It depends on my <laughs> like, mood. Whatever. You know? Okay. Okay. So what, what about um, upcoming projects? Yeah. What do you have coming up next? What do I have coming up next? Finish shooting Team Wolf. So that's coming out in the summer. I'm excited. Okay. And then uh, San Andreas, May 29th. Did I did Bones? I did um, Criminal Minds. That came out. What is it? May. That came out this month. Those already aired. Okay. Um, and then right now, I'm just in the pro. I'm, see, I don't want to talk about nothing. <laughs> I'm in the process of venturing into a different area okay but i don't want to say anything i i'll say it you'll when you see it i'll say it okay you know what i'm saying okay. all right we'll be on the lookout some good things coming up That's yeah good i got some good things coming up good good and what about um because of course all of your fans want to know do you have a special lady in mm-hmm. your life and if not what do you look for i could tell you that 
I I do have a special lady in my life. Okay. But I could also tell you what I look for. Okay. Because why not? <laughs> what well, I look if for. she's watching this, he's just No, it's 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 all good. Um What I've come to really value is a person who makes you better who can call you out when you're effing up and who is patient enough to allow you to grow. I have to agree with that one for right. real. Um, like humor's cool and, you know, all that's cool. But for a long-term relationship... Um, Hey, you gotta know your why. That that, that transcends <laughs> right. over there too. Like, why are we together? Right. Yeah. You know what's what's the mission? What are we? What are we? What are we? Working what are we doing? Towards, yeah. yeah. What are we working towards? Right. Um. I, I I noticed that, like, dudes, when we're younger, we have this perspective of there is. It's not a long term goal as much as it's just hey, we're just seeing how it's working out. Right. And the woman's like, no, what are we working towards? Exactly. It is. <laughs> this is about it's a it, you're trying to establish a teammate. Right. Because you want to be able to take on this world, and it's like, yo, it's going to be me and you when we move it towards our goals. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important that you have somebody that wants for you equally as much as you want for them. Right. Um. Who, who. Your accomplishments are their accomplishments. Yep. That sounds like a purpose-filled relationship. And I like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I mean, the physicals, you know, that... That, that comes with that's it. That's cool. That comes with it. It's, it could be fun. It could be very fun. But, but that's, that's not the glue. Exactly. That that's not doesn't the hold it, it doesn't that's hold it together. It. It, yes. For a minute, it could hold it very nicely. <laughs> you will stop. Not for real, though. Yes. After a while... Like, what do we do? Especially, you can't be in a physical relationship and then have nothing to talk about. Exactly. You can't be in a physical relationship and you can't really connect on any other level than physical. Even though phys- physical is important, but it's it's not going to make anything endure. Right, yeah. right. And so, um, yeah, I like, I, like, I like a woman who, who, a year after being with her, I'm like, yo, I'm better. Mm-hmm. And I'm better because if she wasn't here, I'd still be in the same place that I was. See, well, this and that's my like special lady. One. Yes, there you this go. sounds like a special lady. You better put a ring on it. Look, she's watching too. One day, she's one over day. here like, yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. So where can we find you on social media before we get out of here? Um, Twitter: Todd Williams, T O W D W I L I A M S. Look, all right. Instagram: Todd Williams Official. Okay. Somebody and stole your name. Love, listen. <laughs> it's okay. a lot of Todd Williams. I, yeah, there are, but <laughs> we're not going to go into that story. Yeah. Because the dude, the, the Todd Williams, he has like two followers and he hasn't done anything since my, he had my it. My name is taken on Twitter too. I get it. It's ridic- she has no, I, I was able to take Twitter because I was, I was doing Vampire Diaries and they just like snatched it from me. So, <laughs> so I have that. But Instagram, I was like, yo, I can't have the. Right. No, so I had to make Todd Williams official. Okay, it's like, all right, fine. And I didn't want website. to put the real Todd Williams because then it's like, I like that's saying that they're not real, but they are real. So. Okay. I like that official. It's officially me. 
Okay. <laughs> and you have a website? I don't. Okay. So your yeah. Twitter and your Instagram is the best place Twitter, Instagram. I'm on those all the time. So you can hit me up. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, man. thank you so much. We, we had, had so fun. much fun with you. you. Know what? This wasn't bad. This. You were right. I know. See? <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Right. Where can we find you, Courtney? You guys can keep in touch with me, as always, at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. And where can they find you, lovely? You can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. Make sure you check out San Andreas, May 29th, so you can see Todd Williams and yeah, the Rock. in my I'll- caramel sexy. Yes! <laughs> With Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it too. too. But you know, whatever. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.